You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 466. Just how fabulous is Apple? You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 466, and I would like to thank everyone who downloaded last week's show and didn't unsubscribe. <laughs> we, last week's show, while it was a lot of fun for uh, for Gaz and me, I, I listened back to it. It was like, wow, we are like just all over the place on that show. Hey, Gaz. Uh, Gaz is here. He is. Gaz? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd put a little bit of doubt in your oh, mind. Oh, yeah, you did. You did. Um, yeah, we did enjoy it last week, and it was a little bit all over the place, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so apologies, folks. But, yeah. you know. Uh, I'm sure you... this week will be much better. <laughs> that's what you get with the G-Men, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, it could be, it could be almost anything. You 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 got to take the good with the bad. Oh, or, sorry, no, no. Or, no you got to take you got to take the bad with the worse. Or or the uh, the mediocre to the horrible. No, the the horrible to the worse to the bad. <laughs> to the bad. A- anyway, what you've been doing this week, guy? Because uh, I've been really busy, but doing stuff not with my Mac. Ah, uh, well, although actually, today I, although today I did do something with my iPhone, but I'll come on to that. Okay, it was kind of a quiet week. Uh, I've got this neighbor. Uh, his name is Peter Starr. I, I, have I told you about this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit of an in-joke, folks. <laughs> yeah, just before we were going to start recording, uh, my neighbor who owns this 2009 13-inch uh, MacBook Pro that I'm I'm kind of refurbing for him um, – had called and we were making plans to get together tomorrow to, you know, do some stuff and wipe it. So all of his daughter's stuff is, is gone and, and it'll be basically his laptop. Um, what I, what I basically did was I bumped up his Ram from, from two to eight gigs from OWC for and it's under a hundred bucks for eight gigs of Ram. Unbelievable. He's going to see <laughs> such a difference on that. Mind you, if he wasn't using it before, he won't know the difference. He won't know, yeah. He'll, I'll just look at him and say, Trust me, it's much faster now. Yeah. 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 Now give me money. Uh, yeah. Next, uh, I'm going to wipe it and set him up with an Apple ID, and uh, we'll get we'll get the laptop from Snow Leopard, which is on right now, to Mountain Lion. And then we get to go through all the apps in the in the Mac App Store. Uh, now, he, I know he's planning on installing Microsoft Office. <laughs> so I'm kind of really? curious. Yeah. Yeah, because that's kind of going to be unsupported soon, isn't it? I think it's yeah, still well, it's supported to, just about. Well, it's it. Well, the what is it? 2011 version of Microsoft Office for the Mac, right? Because it's the even versions for Windows, and it's the uh, you know I just realized this. It's the even versions or even years are for Windows. And the odd years are for the Mac. What is up think, with that? Do you think they did that on purpose? Well, you know, if I was a uh, bomber, I, that's the way I would have set it up, and then not yeah, tell true. anybody, and have, and just laugh 
Laugh yeah. while he does that anyway. Laugh. Yeah, laugh while you're on the toilet. Yeah. What are you up it, to? But the basic, the basic package, office package um, that you buy, the old, the, the, the current version is right. the not going to be supported. You have to go to the new three six five. Do you? Is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And I have a feeling that that's going to basically kind of take a lot of people off of office that that yeah know. i've got a feeling that's a bad move by them to be honest with you i, th- I think they're going to make a bit of a mistake there they're going to push a lot of people elsewhere but we'll see we'll yeah see. well it's, it's kind of like that's it's kinda their like, business model it is it is but it's kind of like if you even if you don't need office but it's like eh, it's a you know 130 to 200 dollars. i'll have it on there in case i need it but if now all of a sudden you have to pay that every year, and it's like you know how how often did I, I use that one well, twice last year? Who cares? Yeah, I'm actually, I, th- I think I remember saying that the, the the package actually isn't a bad package. It's just that I think people you know they just don't like to see this you know constant amount of money going out of their account you know for something which they feel that they've bought, and they probably haven't bought it legit anyway you know probably <laughs> bought when i say legit actually they probably have bought it legit but they bought it cheaply i.e through the companies you know because they do so many right home the home user use program. program yeah yeah so that's how i got anyway, mine that's how i got mine so uh but uh obviously once it's uh stopped being supported which i think is uh you know because i i have seen some updates coming through so it's still supported at the moment i think but for how much longer i don't know yeah we don't anyway know. Pretty yeah. quiet, pretty quiet for me to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, not had much time to do any prep for this show at all because uh, we're doing it a little bit earlier um, uh, at the bequest of Guy, and I quite happily said that's no problem, Guy. If I can help out, you're always ac- accommodating me, so it's time I accommodated <laughs> you. The only problem was <laughs> what Guy didn't realise was I was out last night, so I didn't have any chance to do any preparation yesterday and. Today we got up and left the house at around eight o'clock to go to the coast, and we got in about I don't know oh, less nice. than an hour ago. So uh, it, absolutely scorching, lovely, cool breeze on the coast, guy. We live right inland, and there's no breeze here, and it's like I know I know this isn't hot for some people, but thirty degrees C or about what what would I say it was about eighty six degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, yeah. Which you know for us we're used to like fifteen degrees uh, C, which is about sixty six. Yeah, sixty six is hot for us. So <laughs> in eighty six. Don't go to Florida. Well, you've been to Tennessee. I imagine it gets pretty humid there too. Yeah, but you've got air conditioning. Oh, that's <laughs> we true. We don't have air conditioning in the house, you see. That's the thing, because we don't normally need it. Anyway, anyway, that's enough of my woes. Anyway, <laughs> the, the, problem, the problem was I couldn't actually contact Guy that much today either because the place I, we went to, which was on the East Coast, had very, very, very patchy um, 3G connection. Yeah, you know, 3G right. connection network. Um, but there is one... Um, there was one place where I got some Wi-Fi and I, I, I quickly snatched some Wi-Fi. And I was going to use this as my pick later, because, but I have picked this before. So I can't really do it again, but I'll just sure mention can. it because we're going on. Well, I've got another pick. Don't worry. I've got okay. another pick. Uh, and I'm cheating, but I often cheat. <laughs> That's more of it. But the, the app, we're going through another walk tomorrow. We're doing quite a big walk because my daughter is actually backpacking in a supermarket for the band who are going uh, on tour in a a few weeks and they do a backpacking at a local supermarket and they earn quite a lot of money actually from doing this. Backpacking. 
Yeah. Oh, oh were there stuffing uh, grocery bags for customers? Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. Correct. And, and they basically. For a moment, have, I thought you said bagpiping, and it was like, what? Bagpiping, no, bagpiping. In a grocery store? Yeah, that's yeah. not a grocery store I'd want to go into. <laughs> And uh, well, they sometimes play there as well at the at the door. And obviously, they got the buckets out and the, sure. the people who they did the bagpacking for that, you know, throw them a few coins in there. But they do raise quite a bit of money. Anyway, while she's doing that, um, we're going for a walk, and I use an application which this is. I think I've mentioned this before. It's very UK specific, which is the OS Map Finder. Oh yeah, that was uh, a month or two ago. You mentioned that's that. right. That's right. That's why I didn't really want to put it in my pick again. But I I, I snatched a momentary. Uh, amount of Wi-Fi from actually a bank that I use. So I was quite happy to to use this particular bank's Wi-Fi uh, and downloaded a couple of um, uh, plates of, of maps for an area where we're going to, which I hadn't got. Uh, although I'd got the high-level overview, I needed a bit more of a detailed piece of information. So I spent, I think, uh, six nine pence seventy one forty about two pounds seventeen pence on three um, t- tabs of uh, of map and then uh, with that particular app set out while we were sat on the beach uh, two walks for tomorrow so we'll take the choice of which one we're going to go to when we get there tomorrow so yeah I do like that app it's really useful now really. you're 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 getting ready to go on on this like week long walking tour right on the correct coast. yeah we're doing we're going to do about I think over the week. Um, yeah, it's fairly relaxed, but over the week, I think we'll do about 60 or 66 miles in total. Wow. Now, uh, when exactly is that? It's in a few weeks. Uh, no, it's more than a few. It's August. It's early August that we go. Okay, because I've got stuff going on that is relatively fresh uh, in August as well. Um, I'm, g- I'm going to be going to go visit. And, you know, I've this this is the same couple I go to see before I go to the Macworld Expo. Uh, my friend Dave and his wife Joyce in Ohio. Right. And then it's a weekend or two after that. Okay, now this gets this gets complicated. This this is family complication. It's my great nephew's or is it grandnephew's wedding. So my nephew has asked me to come on down to Florida a little bit early because he wants to uh he wants to get some surfing in. So I'm really really looking forward to uh to flying down to Florida at the I think I think that's as I think about it at the end of August. Okay, uh, well my, mine's the, the time that I can't do is basically I think the uh it's probably going to be the 18th of August is the one that I can't do. Okay. Well, we'll uh we'll talk about that uh, even more off air. Because right now we should probably we're, go we're over on, to. We forgot we were air. recording the show, weren't we? Uh, it, we, wait, what you might have forgotten. I have. <laughs> I, I forgot. I just. I'd love to talk. So you know all those listeners that we lost last week. Yeah. Or yeah. we thought we lost. Who yeah. came back just for one more go? Yeah. They've definitely gone now. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Why don't we very you, quickly go over to the the mymac.com bug? <laughs> MyMac.com website and talk about the fabulous articles over there. Do you want to take the first one or I'll, shall I? No, I'll take the first one. Okay, this is cool. the Apotop Y-Reader DW09. This is a review by Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. And the company is Carry Technology. Um, oddly enough, she makes a little note here. It's $79.99 at Newegg, but the Carry Technology website 
nor anywhere else uh, can this can this item be found. Well, anyway, the the apo apotop apotop Y reader. I'm letting you dig. I'm letting you dig. I'm just I'm burying myself here. Is a portable wireless reader router that can help with iDevice storage capacity. It uses either USB flash drives or the SD slash SDHC slash SDXC cards in FAT slash FAT32 slash NFTS slash <laughs> XFAT file formats. You got all that, everybody? I hope you were writing it down. To transfer data to or from iPads or iPhones. No computer is needed. Think of it as your own personal storage cloud. Now, that sounds absolutely superb. And there are a few caveats, um, which you'll need to read, go over and read the article about if you fancy uh, taking a closer look at one of these. And for those caveats, Elisa gives it a 7 out of 10. Okay, next on the website, blazing a new trail with the blazer. This is a review a review. A, a, a review. <laughs> this is a review. It's hot. Here. It's hot here. <laughs> um, of a bag by Rich Lefko or Lich Refko. Refko. Um, here at mymac.com, you can be sure you'll get solid information and insight on the usefulness and quality of all sorts of items for your Apple gear. When it comes to carrying your 13-inch MacBook Pro or MacBook Air, there are only 4 million or 5 million bags out there to choose from. Oh, Not man. too many then. Instead of spending hours of time searching through a dizzying array of websites looking for that perfect bag, read about the hours we've spent searching for that perfect bag so that you don't have to. <laughs> and uh, Rich Rich really likes this bag. There was a couple of things that... Uh that were, you know, not quite to his liking, but uh, you'll have to go over to the website to find out what they are. And uh, Lich Refko gives this a MyMac review rating of 8 out of 10. And the next one, we're so, I'm so ready here. The next one is a review by Heave Stammen. It's the Adobe Photoshop Lightroom 5. This is a review. Obviously, it's a product by Adobe, and they just released the new version of it of their photo management and editing software, Photoshop Lightroom 5. The software comes with many improvements to help photographers in their work. In Steve's review, he will explore them so you can judge if the upgrade was worth it. He gives that a MyMat review rating of, well, quite a reasonable 8 out of 10, actually. So that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. And finally, this week on, and we always seem to end up with these. Actually, yeah, we I think do. I think I think it's the timing of release. Let's put it that way. And yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Honest, Tim, I don't have a problem with it. Um, but tech fan number one two six, Samsung Galaxy Ring. Now I know that Tim is particularly on his own. He goes solo in this particular episode, and I've listened to it. I think you ought to listen to it. Uh, certainly, if you're thinking about going uh, for a Galaxy type phone, um, and uh, he he's also got other stuff. You know, Tim, he, he doesn't sure. just do one thing. There's plenty of plenty of tech in there for you to go and listen to. Tech fan one two six, and Tim gives Tech fan one two six a ten out of ten. <laughs> Now, as usual, our um, 
favorite person, John Nemoroski, is always looking for new writers for my Mac. So if you uh, fancy picking up a pencil and writing down reviews or picking up your keyboard and tapping out a review, I'm sure that John would be very interested to hear from you. Uh, and I think I've just got to get this right now. I haven't actually written this down. That was very silly of me, wasn't it? Uh, I'm just desperately trying to find uh, John's email address. Oh, that's easy. Which, Nemo which I think at mymac.com. Okay, and that's easy because I've got a different one. So, But I'll leave that one as being the correct one for now. And, John, if that's wrong, just let us know. Yeah. Uh, we've got – oh, we've got so much stuff from the, the Google Plus community, <laughs> uh, including the secret countdown. And it has yeah. begun. It and has. if you go over to G+, sign up for the MyMac podcast G+, community, you'll be able to find out, well – Nothing about what the secret countdown is for and saying yes to the event. <laughs> I can't even remember what it is myself now. Uh, something we talked about last week. Yeah, I still can't remember. Anyway, um, <laughs> Nicholas, do you want me to read these? Yeah, go ahead. Nicholas Riley says, what was that music that Gaz played after the podcast? I'm pretty sure it's a 70s television show, but couldn't place it. And he also goes on to say, as for the final work with Guy singing along, would love to hear Guy sing this one. He's memorized the words. Maybe Gaz on a soundboard as backing. Oh, and I just, I just re- replied by going, <laughs> meaning no. <laughs> no. I also told him that the music, and I put a link into Oh, Google wait, wait, Plus. hold on, hold on. I've got it right here. Go on then. Ah, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> he was, he, I, I shouldn't have jumped in, should I? I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I should have been ready. Yeah, you should have been. Um, and I put a link in also. The music that I played at the end was uh, The Persuaders. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I see the IMDb link. Now, we got, we got a... Uh, uh, something from one of our, our newbies to the, the G plus community, Scott, uh, let's see, Rich Nawaski, Sky. And he no, says that uh, he, no, 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 Rick dash now dash ski. <laughs> he loved the episode, especially, he especially liked how we attempted to, uh, <laughs> to say his last name, which of course we now know is Rick dash now dash ski. And uh, he is so glad that we invite that uh, I invited him to the random Google Hangout so that I could discover the podcast. Haven't laughed that much out loud in my car listening to a podcast in quite a while. Yeah, we aim to please. We We don't always we don't always make it, but we do aim. (laughs) Now, um, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this. Obviously, uh, one of the big stories last week was that. Uh, Apple lost the the ebook case to the U.S. Justice Department, and I put in a little something into the G Plus community asking for their opinions on this, and told them to let their tinfoil hats fly. From Troy Mueller, uh, he writes, "My missus would get such a payout with the number of iBooks she bought." <laughs> 
Bob DeGrand says, I'm not shocked that they lost the case. It seemed like it could go either way. I wouldn't be surprised if it were overturned on appeal. If it, yeah. yeah, if it were overturned on appeal either. It wasn't a ludicrous case like Apple suing Amazon over the App Store name, which they also lost. The heads of some Apple lawyers should roll for bringing that one to court. Yeah, well, they'll just get more. They're like cockroaches. Yeah, there's always yeah. more lawyers. Uh, Michael King says that uh, I have to agree that it could go either way, but I'm not sure it will be overturned. I agree with him, actually. I agree with him. Peter B said, um, I don't understand the U.S. law system. <laughs> Who does? <laughs> <laughs> Gary Apter says that with an appeal they technically haven't lost yet, not even at Wimbledon. And he, and he made sure he put Wimbledon. Underground, wombling free. The wombles <laughs> of Wimbledon, common are we? Can't see me dancing. Making good use of the things that we find. Things that the everyday folks leave behind. Behind. Uncle Bulgaria. That's it. I'm not doing any more. Oh, man, I was I was rocking out. <laughs> uh, they actually have, if you want to hear the whole Womble song. Now, I had obviously been uh, from the U.S., had never heard of the Wombles. <laughs> and now I can't get that theme song out of my head. Uh, we got some we got some feedback from email. Gary Apter uh, apparently did a search for my house at one two three four Main Street in Arlington, Texas. That is actually now your address in my address book. Oh, is it? It should be. It should be my address book. It should be my address in everyone's address book. And I'd I'd have to say that I'm amused, creeped out, and somehow honored all at the same time. <laughs> Oh, um, actually, you should have saved the Womble song for this because John well, no, well, sent a link yeah, but to it. Was, it. I, I, I know what you're saying, but actually it kind of fell in with him mentioning Wimbledon. So oh, that's John, true. John actually sent the link of the YouTube uh, for the Womble song. So, and, and actually, his daughter apparently was born in Wimbledon. I think he told me that. I think he said that. I don't remember. Um, I think he said that. I can't remember now. Yeah, she's Either. very nice. I met her um, when I went to Chicago that last he, time. He, and he said, yeah, he said, so he sent us uh, a link to the YouTube for a, a, a Womble song called The Wombling Song. Well, that's right. right. That's quite correct, uh, John. Yeah. I, everybody in Britain will know that. This includes references to Wimbledon. That's because they lived on Wimbledon Common. They kind of look like hedgehogs, but aren't. Yeah. Well, that's kind of right. But uh, it says in the song, Wombles of Wimbledon, Common Are We?, making good use of the things people leave behind because they clear up all the rubbish, you see. It was a very good and very... Um, it kind was of a, ahead of its time it as, was far as, as far as ecology goes. It was, actually. So, uh, yeah. Go, to, go, go and take a look. I can't believe we've <laughs> Welcome referenced to the, the My Ecology Podcast. <laughs> yeah, talking about wombles. <laughs> uh, we got some feedback from Twitter. Carl Madden thanks us for being on his show last week. <laughs> I did like that. It yeah. did make me laugh. I did make me laugh. <laughs> Uh, and Allison Sheridan of the No Silicast podcast, go for it, guys. Um, hosted at podfeed.com. Was humbled <laughs> by all the nice things that Bart and I said about her. Oh, and I had, oh, I was almost, uh, actually, I wasn't ready. Uh, Gaz, we have a Skype call. Yay! That's <laughs> incredible. I don't believe you. Actually. It is. No, it's true. I've got it right here. It's queued up. And uh, it's it's from it's, it's from my brother Larry, and he talks oh, about Larry. a show from months ago. Okay. So here it is. 
Hi, Guy and Gaz. Hi. Uh, Hi, Larry. Here. How are you all doing? Doing great. Um, good, good, I'm thanks. really yes. falling way, way behind on my podcast. Get on with it. I'm just yeah. now listening to 450. Well, oh, and guys, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, That's a lot of people say that. Think of this, how much better it sounds and what more, how much more sense it makes when you hear biopic. That's all. Bye. And the worst part is... I have no idea what he's referring to. Four fifty. See, that was like that was like what four months ago. Larry. And the worst part is he won't even know that we're making fun of him right now <laughs> until until Christmas. after Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, Larry, geez, we Larry. love you, Larry. Thanks. We really yeah, do. Well, well, your brother does. I'm not sure I do. But oh, anyway. he's great. He's yeah, I know. Wonderful. I'm joking. Anyway, if you want to be on the show, like <laughs> like Larry kind of did, <laughs> yeah, but please be a little more yeah, current. Yeah, be a bit more current. <laughs> you can dial in on zero zero one outside of the UK one, or outside of the US. Outside of the US, seven zero three four three six nine five zero one, and make Guy very, very happy. It does make me happy. When I get a Skype call, I get so ex- I get that email and it says you've got a new Skype call. I immediately go into the Skype call dance, which is two flips, a a, a snort, and a twirl. It's so simple, like the jitterbug. It plum evaded me. <laughs> is driving us crazy. Yes, <laughs> guys, get us out of here. Stand by to stand by, and uh, we'll be right back. Call that number, damn it. Hey, man, this is Tommy Chong, man. And people ask me, hey, Tommy, how bad was jail, man? And I'm like, yeah, man, it was bad, you know. And they ask me, man, what I do in jail, man? Man, I sat there and listened to Tim and David on the Tech Pan podcast, man. And you can, too. Just check them out at www.techfanpodcast.com, man. We're on the Stoplight Network, man. It's far out. Where logic and reason go to die. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second session of the MyMac podcast with the G-Men. That's guy over in the u.s somewhere there i mean it's just a small place and gaz in the big uk yeah yeah doesn't quite work does it no not quite anyway (laughs) anyway that's how i feel at the moment this heat Uh, well um what we (laughs) need to do you're gonna tell me to shut up in a minute about this heat that isn't really heat no 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 well uh you know i i mean i grew up in south florida where uh, especially in the summertime, it, it wasn't unusual to have temperatures in the um, in the mid nineties uh, Fahrenheit. Obviously, because if it was Celsius, we pretty much would be dead. <laughs> it'd, be, uh, it'd be chicken ding. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, you know, cover us in uh, in soy sauce, throw on some sesame seeds, and we're and we're good to go. <laughs> anyway, guy, what yeah. have we got for this middle section? Uh well, because there's. 
other other than you know stupid lawsuits, there's really not a lot going on. It seems like the summer, and it's not just Apple. Um, no, it's everyone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like everyone is like they save all their product announcements for near the end of the year with Christmas, and then all the follow-on stuff just after the new year for you know for all the sales. The hey, you you save some money back from Christmas time, and yeah, and we've got and actually, new stuff all the stuff to sell to that, you. That's a good point, actually, because the one of the stories that I mentioned to Guy um, prior to uh, going live or on air tonight, I mentioned that I heard on another podcast and I hadn't gone searching for a link to it, was the fact that somebody had said that now um, Apple have got over 50% of the uh, US netbook market with their MacBook Airs. And the guy made a pretty good point was, well, one, who buys netbooks anymore? Uh, two, who, what other netbooks are there out in the marketplace? And three, the MacBook Air, you know, we don't really deem it to be a netbook. So it's one of those stories which kind of, you know, are they kind of making it up to fit? Um, so, yeah, I agree with you. It's a little bit quiet and, and stuff is just, they're struggling at the moment. I agree. But What, for, hey. for new stuff to talk about? Yeah. yeah not yeah. like us. Yeah. We no, we, um, we never struggle. No, not at all. Uh, this first <laughs> word is... Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's see if I can stretch out these five words to last about 15 minutes. <laughs> um, basically, what I wanted to talk about was uh, there was there was a, a, a story that I saw on uh, on Mac Surfer talking about how Apple, <clears throat> sorry, is and here we go again, rumored to be trying to to make some interesting moves to, to become more independent from Samsung-based uh, parts for their various devices. Now, Samsung is the primary, currently the primary producer of Apple's process processors for iOS devices, as well as a major supplier of LCD displays, uh, RAM, and even SSD drives for Apple's Macintosh models. Uh, but however, Apple is well aware that their dependency on Samsung, which is kind of ironic considering the number of lawsuits between the two companies over patent infringement. And, you know, I, I think that they they've just kind of said, you know what, with, with all this stuff going on, if Samsung suddenly decides, you know what, we're not going to sell stuff to you. You know, they, <laughs> Apple could be in some serious trouble. So, um, and, and the other ironic part is if if Samsung had actually gotten various iOS devices banned in the U.S. as they were attempting to do, not only would it have hurt Apple, but it would have impacted Samsung's various parts division as well, though, you know, obviously not as much. Now, according to, oh, you know what, I just heard that that Skype beep and I just realized that I still, I'm still showing as being online. Let me change that to... Do not disturb, so it'll stop giving me those little beeps and boops and whatever they call them. Um, the listeners don't care; just get on. No, with it. no, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm. There's a point here someplace. Uh, now, according to most sources, uh, Apple's deal with Samsung for processors runs out next year, and they seem to be lining up suppliers for that and beyond. Uh, however, there could be more to it than than just finding another source for chips, because you have to remember that Apple. Now, they use the basic ARM chip technology, but they have brought in a lot of talent to customize it to yep. work best with iOS. Yep. And they've made a significant investment in getting the best people to engineer solutions for their platform 
something that, that others without their own OS are not able to do. Now, one of the first steps, apparently, in moving away from Samsung's processor fabs is, is to select another vendor to fabricate Apple's custom-designed ARM processors. Now, according to the Wall Street Journal, this is said to be Taiwan's TSMC, which is Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, uh, and they may have bought into a different company as well, uh, reserving exclusive capacity at an upstate New York chipmaker's fab called Global Foundries. Now, remember, we don't know how much of any of this is actually true, but it does kind of make sense. Uh, both Samsung's Austin, Texas plant and Global Foundry's New York plant have similar capabilities, making it relatively easy to move production from uh, one to the other. Now, my, my, first question, my first question to you, Gaz, is, uh, does it make sense, even with the ongoing legal problems between Samsung and Apple, to change processor fab companies with, uh, with so much capacity required to build millions of iOS devices? Because if there's any problem or delay, this could mean millions or billions of dollars in profits getting flushed while they work out the problems that could arise from an unknown source. Yes. Okay, well. <laughs> now, I think there'll be a, a, a if, if it does happen, I've got a feeling that they may well spread the bet. Um, but knowing Apple, they like to know where the product is coming from. They, right. they don't tend to have, or as far as I'm aware, I could be wrong on this, they don't tend to have multiple sources for a particular uh, piece of the pie, as it were. They like to know that, you know, a manufacturer is building that particular uh, uh, product uh, piece, especially, you know, it being a chip so that well, they can... especially something as important as their processor. Yeah, they've, they've got to know if they've got any problems, they can, you know, key back to that whole process. Um, so I, I don't think they'd want to split the... Uh, the manufacturing, uh, but yeah, that I, that is dangerous. But if, if you're going to do it, you're going to have to do it. So there would be a lot of overlap, a lot of ramp up, and of course, companies are committed. Guy, you know, you, 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 it's not like Apple will go to a manufacturer and say, "Okay, Mister Manufacturer, got any chips for me? <laughs> yeah, great, I'll buy them for you. We'll take, you know, we'll take." 50 million over the next six months, you know, at 5 million a month or whatever it is, you know, whatever, the, and we might ramp it up towards the end. You go into a massive contractual agreement with these companies. So if anybody, you know, you mentioned earlier that it, Samsung could pull out and say, you know, we're not going to supply you this part anymore um, and make it difficult for Apple. They probably can't, to be perfectly honest with you, because there will be a contractual agreement between the two companies. And if they did pull out, there would be all sorts of uh, ramifications probably for the manufacturer um, to make sure that they compensated Apple, that they made sure there was another process in, you know, in place. It's, you know, it's not a, a just, it's not like you and I going down and saying, um, well, I'm not happy with you, Mr. Supermarket. I'm going to a different one to buy my milk. It's not quite that straightforward. Um, does it make sense? I think it makes sense from the fact that Apple like to have complete control over as much of the devices that they manufacture. Uh, well, also keep in mind that with Samsung being uh, such a huge competitor for them, you know, even though Samsung's parts divisions, you know, the, the the division that actually sells Apple all of these all these various bits and pieces is 
separate from the division that that creates and sells cell phones and tablets, it's still the same company. And um, how I can't imagine it would be that hard for someone from the telephone company to come over and say, well, let's let's take a nice little look at what it is we're making for Apple. Yeah, here. but I, I know what you're saying, Guy, but I've worked in a company where we've got exactly that same scenario and there can still be complete loggerheads between those two departments. And I'll tell you why. It's because one department, it means so much to them, and it means it's an awful lot of their business. So if the decision is going to be made at the very highest level, that's when it will flow down. And if it's not made at the very highest level, that division will continue doing as much business as they possibly can because that will be in their remit, it will be in their figures, it will be in the whole process, all part of their budgetary plan, everything. So they won't want to just jump out because another section of the business says we're not happy that you are not you know that you're dealing with them it would have to come from the head honcho i.e it would have to come from the equivalent of tim cook to say you're gonna stop okay okay well my next question with with a good chunk of apple's processors being made in the u.s does it make sense to possibly go with a foreign supplier taiwan's tsmc or do you think it would really make any difference other than for pr um, I'm not really sure about that. Um, it it may, if they go uh, with a, a foreign supplier, especially in Taiwan, it could be that they're trying to glean a little bit more uh, political clout in that country. I.e., you know, they then say, look at the business we're putting your way. And, you know, whether that helps them with either business or uh, influencing something else, uh, other process, some other process in that country, uh, that's probably the only reason you'd want to you know, possibly do that. But Apple would never admit that. No, no. And if the other company was smart, neither would they. No. Um, right. Since Apple is designing their own chips, do you think they should just go ahead and build their own fab and keep those related costs in-house? Now, if it's true they are investing to get exclusive capacity, uh, how much of a jump is it, do you think, to just do it themselves? Again, it wouldn't, going back to a, a part of the answer that I gave on the first section, is it Apple do like to have total ownership of the process. So it wouldn't surprise me if they did. Um, obviously, I've got no idea. As to well, whether it's yeah, it, whether it's more, whether it's more efficient for them to do it themselves, um, you know whether you know the, the cost process whether they would have a big enough flow through of product to make it efficient for them to do it themselves because that's that's what you're talking about. You're talking about you know um, the amount of product that you can produce obviously reduces the cost of um, producing that co- uh, that product, and the more you can make, uh, the better off you are. And are Apple going to make products for other people? I'm not sure. It could. It, they could do because then it also creates a scenario as part of their business that they are then producing, uh, you know, different products. Which kind of, if there's a, a drop off in the, you know, the uh, iOS devices or Mac devices that they're selling, they're still, you know, they've got another business arm to them. But I just don't see Apple doing that. It, so if they were going to do it for themselves, if they've got enough throughput and it makes you know financial sense, then yeah, I could see them doing it. 
But equally, if it doesn't make financial sense, I can equally see them saying, <laughs> just, just no point. Yeah, just contract it out. <clears throat> they, w- they wouldn't, ha- I don't think they'd half and, I don't think they'd do it half and half. No, probably not. Okay, next question. Uh, what could Samsung do to entice Apple to keep purchasing parts from them? And at this point, would it even make sense to try? As I again, I partially answered the, one of the, that question earlier on by saying that the division of Samsung that probably are dealing with Apple would probably love to keep the business, and I would say that they would obviously tell them that they're putting certain efficiencies into place, and uh, it would be cost reduction. It could be that they say we could make a slightly different chip for you. I mean, there could be anything, any part scenario to entice Apple to stay. Um, And I would believe that Samsung's division that are selling to them, those uh, particular parts, uh, would do that. I I don't believe that they wouldn't. I I think they'd certainly try and keep the business if they could. Okay, uh, last question. Between LCD displays, RAM, and SSD drives, and these are the, the major components that Samsung uh, produces for Apple, uh, what do you think might be the next most logical step for Apple to take to wean themselves off of Samsung? Displays. LCD yeah. displays. Yeah, you know what? I, I kind of agree with that as well. Uh, that's, you know, other than the processor, which people don't see, but it obviously makes such a huge difference in the way that, you know, iOS devices operate. Uh, the next biggest, most important part that, that people deal with are the displays. Yeah, you see, RAM and SSD is something which um, you can certainly, <laughs> I, I think, and they have done. You know, they've used, have they used Toshiba before? Have RAM, have oh, yeah. Apple used it? Oh, they've used so, everybody as far as And RAM, go. you know, RAM, RAM I'm sure that they've got from various different places. So that that is not beyond the realms of them, you know, swapping that quite easily. But the LCD display, I think, is the mo- is probably a key component and uh, probably next on their hit list. Okay. Um, if you have any comments on what we were talking about, please go on over to the Google Plus, my Mac podcast, Google Plus community ca- cage. Cage, yeah, because once you're in there, we don't let you out. The the G Plus My Mac Podcast Community, yeah, Pumunity Cage. <laughs> we were, do you know, we were being so serious up to that point. Yeah, and then I blew it. Oh, well, no, no, the, then the real G Men came. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So everybody, uh, stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Robin. I'm Alisa Pasali. I'm Suze Gilbert. I'm Vicki Stokes. And we're the three geeky ladies. You could be watching Hoarders. Or you could be reading Fifty Shades of Grey. You could be ghost hunting. Or you could be listening to the three geeky ladies. So put down that book, shut off the TV, and turn on your iPod. And listen to the three geeky ladies. Find us on iTunes under the Stoplight Network.
regularly not mentioned in the New York Times or CERN Particle Weekly. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the last section of the MyMac.com podcast. Uh, I, I, I get the feeling that, that this part, Gaz, won't be nearly as serious as the second. Oh, actually, you know what? That reminds me. What? Uh, the guy that I work with, Xavier, I've told you about him before. Yes, 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 and he, yes, yes. And he's yes, a yes. listener to the show. Hello, Xavier. <laughs> and when I came into work on, on uh, I think it was Thursday, because I was sick on Wednesday. I came into work on Thursday, and that was after the last show had just come out. And he was like, who are you, and what did you do with Guy Searle? And I looked at him, and I was like, what? What are you even talking about? Because I was listening to the last podcast. And you guys actually talked about Mac stuff in the second section of the show. And it was like, well, wait, well, come on, you know, wait a second now. You know, it's it's not like that's that's completely beyond the realm of, of what we do. We we try and mention Macs every week. Yeah, you know, in between soundboard clips, we'll just go, oh, hey, everybody, Macintosh. Hey, Thanks. You know, that's the end oh, of no, Gassy's Tips. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I was just moving over just to play anything from isn't that fantastic <laughs> and if every time i play anything from awesome steve right. you know we, we, as far as i'm concerned that's job done yeah we don't have to do anymore really that's it <laughs> <laughs> no computer is required <laughs> okay um are, are you anyway. nodding your head yeah ah hit it yeah Gases and tips. Mostly. Second time you played that. Gases and tips. No. It's time for Gases tip. Except I played it. Oh, you played it the first time. I played it the <laughs> no, second. No, but, oh, oh, we're, we're giving people a I peek a- behind the curtains. I actually pressed. I, when I was trying to flip over to my soundboard quickly and play a, a, a clip from Steve, I clicked on That's the End of Gazzy's Tip. <laughs> Not so stupid. Okay, because <laughs> as you heard at the start of the show, I haven't had a great deal of time to prepare. This is a very unprepared tip. However, a few weeks ago, I think I mentioned labels and searching for labels under colors. Yes. If you remember that one. What I forgot to tell you, I think I forgot to tell you, was that if you go into the finder preferences, you can actually there's there's one of the options there is labels, and what you can do is rename those different colors. So if you want to rename the label, you know the the color the red color label, really important stuff. You know why you'd put really important stuff down, I don't know, but you might put that down, or guy stuff, or uh, Mrs G stuff, or Mr G stuff, whatever you can do. You just type it in. You just highlight the the word that is there at the moment, which is red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, and grey. Overtype it with the name of the label you want. Now, okay, that's a bit of a cheat uh, tip because I, I I may have mentioned that. I can't remember if I mentioned that previously. No, I don't think but- you did. But you go into Finder Preferences to, to go there and do that. But also, if you've got the view um, set the, up the by... The view or... The, the icon view. The view. It is hot here. Um, if you've got in Finder uh, the icon view set up and you've got each of the different um, uh, um, labels arranged according to their color, what I found out is that if you drag a folder from one color 
into another folder area of a different color, it automatically changes the color of that folder to the color of the folder, the area that you're moving it to. Oh, so man. do you, so do you follow me on that one? You've got to have it. Yeah. Um, you've got to have it in icon view. You've got to have it arranged by label, and you'll find you know if it was just still the colours, you'd have a row of green, a row of red, and a row of purple possibly. And if you move something from the purple into the red, that folder colour would automatically change. Well, you know what I'd like to say. I mean, there's all this graphic power inside of your Macintosh. When <laughs> yeah. you move a folder of one colour to another, I want to see a fight to the death. <laughs> <laughs> between the two colors it's like no i'm purple no I'm yeah red. that that would be cool actually <clears throat> that would be cool anyway i'm nodding my head ah and i wasn't ready hit it that's the end uh, no change there is that the uh the end of the tip let, let me finish, finish. <laughs> anyway spectrum is green it is green and uh, I, I get, I'll go first with uh, with the app pick this week. Okay. Uh, the, the app pick that I'm choosing, I, I just discovered today as I was trying to move uh, a bunch of song files from uh, a neighbor's iPod, the same neighbor who I'm doing all this other stuff for, because he didn't have it backed up anywhere. And so basically, if he had plugged his iPod into his new MacBook Pro, you know, with his new fresh iTunes account and did a can sync, he'd lose just- everything. Can I just jump in there? Sure. Hit it. Gases tips. tips. Gases tips. Gases tips. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. Everybody. No, 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 guy. Shut up. Okay. Everybody, back up. Hit it. That's the end of Gases tips. That's the end of Gases tips. That's the end of Gases tips. Is that the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gases tips. I think he'd actually... Wow, I'm all confused. I think he he'd actually. I, did, I threw in an extra tip, and I, I had know. to do the start and end music. No. <laughs> I think he he'd actually uh, set up this iPod uh, on his wife's uh, Windows machine, right? And okay. he was just afraid he was going to lose all these songs, and he'd have to pull out the CDs all over again and, and re-download them. And I started looking into it, and it's not the easiest thing to do. To get music off of a device that you don't have synced to your computer. And most of the programs that do it cost money, like twenty to forty dollars to do it. Yeah. But I found I found a free one. And it's called Dtune, D-E-T-U-N-E, and it's from Headlight Soft. And it's it, like I said, it's free. Now this application lets you get all the non-DRM, and I cannot stress that enough. There's no program that I know of that will allow you to take DRM content from an iPod and put it into an iTunes library that it wasn't, you know, purchased from. So all of your non-DRM content, and this includes uh, music, movies, TV shows, ringtones, and books off of your iPod, non-iOS device, and into your Mac. You basically just select the folder to put it all into. And what I did was I created a new folder. I just called it Pete's Music, put it on my desktop. That's where I put it all. And it's great if your iTunes library runs into problems. You don't want to lose all those songs and movies that you dropped into iTunes yourself apart from Apple-supplied content. Now, if you lose your iTunes library, everything you've bought 
you can get back again from Apple. But all the stuff that you've put in, unless you've got it backed up someplace, is completely gone. So this program will let you take all of the content that you have on your non-iOS device that isn't DRM and put it someplace else where it will be nice and safe. So can I ask you the question? It doesn't keep it within the application. It allows you just to pull it and put it on your uh, Mac, for example. Yeah, anywhere you want to put it. Cool, cool. So you don't lose the music. It doesn't store it in the application itself. And, you know, if the app then crashes, you've lost it. It just allows you to move it. Yep. And it cool, saves cool. your it saves like your playlists and I think your your you know how many times a, a particular song or movie has been watched or played too. Excellent. Yep. I like it. I like it. Well, I'm cheating on this week's pick because uh, <laughs> so I, haven't, I haven't had much uh, time to uh, uh, to do any research or come up with a you know a thought provoking app like we always do. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but I hope this comes out in time because this is for a limited period. Um, Apple are actually celebrating five years of the App Store and they're giving away, I think, 10 applications for your iOS devices. Oh, yeah, I got I got Infinity Blade. Yeah, well, it's Infinity Blade 2. Oh, you're right, away. you're right. It is yeah, Infinity yeah. Blade Yeah, so the, the, the five apps are Barefoot World Atlas, which apparently is quite an intuitive uh, world atlas. Um, I've had a quick play with that and I'll be honest with you, it wasn't, totally impressed but i didn't have a deep delve in it so perhaps that's my fault uh then there's day one which is a journal stroke diary how to cook everything which apparently i've heard a few people talk about it's supposed to be quite good then there's an application called over um which i think allows you to because i haven't i've only just recently downloaded some of these myself i think it allows you to put captions and other items over a particular image that you've taken then there's track tour dj for iphone now i wouldn't be t- be particularly interested in that but apparently this is a uh, you can mix it like a pro with a dj app that puts industry leading features right at your fingertips and remember all these are free they've been given away to uh, uh by apple uh the game side there is badland um, then there's Infinity Blade 2, which Guy just mentioned. Super Brother, Brothers Sword and Sorcery EP, which is supposed to be uh, quite an interesting game, which you've got to play with the earphones. I think it's uh, uh, there's quite a lot of music involved in that. Tiny Wings, which I've heard quite a lot about, but I don't currently own, so that's quite useful. And Where's My Water? I think this is quite a simple um, puzzle game, which is probably one for the kids, but hey, hey. Hey, yeah, it's free. What do you we're want? All kids, we're all kids at heart. So uh, hopefully, hopefully they haven't um, ended that <laughs> promotion by the time you hear this. And uh, go to the App Store if you didn't know about that and uh, and get your iOS apps. Unless you're listening to the MyMac show and you want a Mac app, then um, uh, um, all yeah. I can say is um, uh, Audio Hijack Pro. Yeah, or, or worse, if you're downloading and listening to this show like, oh, I don't know, four months late. <laughs> Yeah, Larry. Larry. Sorry, you're you're uh, sorry, you're, mate. You're SOL, Larry. You, you just you won't be able to get in on this deal. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> You've missed it. Sorry, fella. Ah, uh, no, uh, no new iTunes review this week. Oh, that Aww. is so very, very sad. Uh, oh, well. I still Never haven't mind. heard from. I think we have. We know, like we three know the listeners still love us. We know they still love us. Yeah, God knows why. But I, I think there's like three or four reviews that people haven't help. sent me an no. email yet. It's because we need help, guy. That's why. Oh, we do. We do. We are. We are. They, feel, they, they don't really love us. They feel sorry for us. 
<laughs> don't you? And, and, and you like, are one of us. Yeah, I feel sorry for myself. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> yeah, so, as but, Guy was saying, yeah. it's a few people that haven't contacted us uh, to get their Wayne. Wooty. Yeah, Wayne. Come on, Wayne. That was my fault because I think I might have told you I got his email address. So that's probably my fault. Okay. But Wayne, send an email to Guy. Yeah. Because I, I can't be bothered. <laughs> the easiest way to do that is uh, just open your email client of choice in whatever device you happen to have within a, a five or six mile radius. And you can type in Guy, G U Y, at mymac.com. Why? <laughs> why, why? Uh, also, you can find me on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. Why? Why? And there's fearless leader, Tim, who loves to get all kinds of email based on a show that that he doesn't really produce anymore or spend any time on. I'm sure he, I know he still listens because I get uh, I get email from him every once in a while about yeah, it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, we get hate mail. Yeah, it's weird. It's like the word says Tim, you know, that's like X'd out. So, like, I can't tell that it's from him. And he just puts in, I hate you. Love Tim. <laughs> See you next week. See you next week. <laughs> well, you can send him something to give to us, which is just so weird and convoluted, at feedback at mymac.com. How about you, Gaz? Uh, they can contact me by sending an email to Gaz, that's G-A-Z, Dad. at mymac.com, or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz, G-A-Z, M-A-Z. Or you can contact both Guy and myself on the Twitters at twitter.com, or so I should say, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Z. And we've said that we've, we've talked about the Skype number already. I'm not going to sell you again. I don't blame you, but I will. It's area code 001 outside of the United States, 703-436- Nine five zero one. Cool. Yeah, I think, guy, oh. <laughs> that this is the best show we've done this week. This week, I, I think we've been good enough uh, today. Huh. Okay. I think we've been smart enough uh, today. Well, uh, and and dog gone it. It's hot. It is hot. Guy Igas dicen adios y gracias por la descarga este podcast. End. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, the Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the TeacherCast Podcast, the Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. Or did you want me to go just how F-A-B-U-less? Is Apple. That's fine. F-A-B-less. F-A-B-less. <laughs> because. Thunderbirds are, are gold. gold. <laughs> There's only one way to do uh, Thunderbirds and Captain Scarlet, and that's with. Puppets. Super, super marionation. That's right. Otherwise, you're just spinning your wheels. We, actually, we went to. Um, uh, a the theatre, local theatre once, and there was a two-man show, 
and they they gave everybody and we I think we've still got them somewhere. You know the blue um uniform hat that they wear. Yeah. It's like a it's like a beret, but it's it's very distinctive, isn't it? It's like uh, a, Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, better now than when we start recording. <laughs> yeah. It's like the uh, the air hostess hat, isn't it, with curved in the middle. Right. Anyway, yeah, every, the old everybody, Pan Am Pan Am hats. Yeah, everybody had one of those at the bottom of their seat, right? And they came out and they did a whole show and they acted, you know, they they you know, they kind of walked around with their arms stiff and they were doing this act and this whole play. Uh, being the characters from the uh, Jerry Andersons, from from various Jerry Andersons um, shows. Right. And there was one just superb, fantastic piece where there was one guy at one side of the stage and he was kind of, you know, wobbling about like the, 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 you know, the puppets do. (laughs) And he was wobbling about and he got his gun and he kind of pointed it in the air. You know, it was just in the general direction of the guy (laughs) who was on the other end of the stage. bad guy. And, And he went bang, you know, he shot him. And the guy fell down. And, you know, it was just brilliant because you knew that's exactly what happened in the puppets. You know, no way could they ever shoot anybody because they were just no. pointed in any direction. And it well, was just- I mean, it was the same thing when they were, like, like manipulating various instruments and stuff. You know, I mean, yeah. they were basically just lifting the hand and making it smash down on whatever was there in front of them on the set. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> and that's what they did. They did this play on it. And it was – we were in fits. We were in absolute fits. The whole audience loved it. Anyway. Anyway, let's let's move on. What we've got here is <laughs> failure to communicate. <laughs> what we've got here is a failure to communicate. You see, we are so tied up as a, as a pair. It's just it's mind blowing. Yeah, my wife is getting jealous. Uh, well. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought you'd gone then. Um, yeah, well, I, so she should be, actually. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a pretty good-looking hunk, you know. Yeah, well, that's what I heard. I mean, just based on your uh, your avatar. <laughs> you know, the little puff of hair standing straight up. That, that's just so sexy. He's too sexy for his hair. Or no, too sexy for your avatar. Uh, yeah. 